fear and loathing. And Uncle Buck. Welcome to the party, pal. So, moving on from the very, very interesting conversation that we that we've had about the strike and and what could come from there. Uh, before we move on, do I dare put this out here just to see if our brains can even wrap around it or if Hollywood's even made enough movies to... Uh, maybe we can. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to throw it out and see what happens. Top three workers' rights movies. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> like, I can't even think of like... Uh, what's, the Sally, what's the Sally Field one? Yeah, Norma Ray. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, what's the Charlize Theron about the strike? Oh God, what it was like a coal miner thing. Yeah, yeah. Coal, well, coal miner's yeah. daughter maybe, or Maitwan. No. Maitwan was in there. That again made back in like Jimmy 70s, Hoffa with was. Jack Nicholson and Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, Hoffa with yeah. Jack Nicholson. I mean, yeah. I tell you what, uh, there should be a revival of the stage play. Uh, Death of a Salesman? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> not not waiting for Lefty. Oh, shit. I'm waiting about for to Guffman. have my act. No. Not waiting for Guffman. That's the comedy. Shit, I'm really going to have to look this up. He's digging deep uh, into his uh, acting reservoirs. Where's those yeah. one-act nail monologues that you had to master when you are way back, dude? Lefty. That was one of my favorite things in L.A., too. There was a bookstore in L.A. that specialized in, like, actor and filmmaking books. And like the, the, there was like a wall of books that were all like monologues, single monologues for men, single ah, monologues for women, yeah. dual monologues for man and a woman. Yeah, like it yeah. was just hilarious. You go down this thing and it was just books of monologues left and right. Yeah. It is waiting for lefty. I was waiting I was for thinking, lefty. Yeah. I was there we go. waiting for lefty. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we will get on now to reviews as we go over some of the big reviews of, of this week. Uh, we were doing some historical reviews, but I figure being that, like, yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer are the two big dogs in the theaters right now making a pile of money, which I'm kind of excited about, actually. I don't mind seeing Oppenheimer and Barbie make a ton of no, money. No, good for them. Make money. Yeah. Now, the, the the interesting thing is Mattel has come forward, the the toy maker behind Barbie. Mattel has come forward and said they're, they're, they're gunning for a Mattel-verse because, you know, everything has to be a verse now. Uh, right. So soon... After Barbie, given the amount of money and hit that Barbie is, uh, I guess the next one in line is Polly Pocket. Who? Who? It's just <laughs> yeah. going to be called Choking, ha nah, man. choking just... Hazard. That's what it's going to be called. Uh, choking uh, Hazard. <laughs> Let's do Masters of the Universe. Why are we playing these games? Polly Pocket? Pocket? Rocket? Why would they do like Hot Wheels or something? I don't know. I, I mean... Fast and the Furious. True. <laughs> Jeff, you saw the new Transformers film, right? I did. Okay, did you see the extra scene at the end? Oh, they yeah. They brought out yeah, my man yeah. Doug Stamper from uh, from House of Cards. House of Cards, yeah. You know, with the whole G.I. Joe thing, where we're going to do the oh, crossbreed yeah, yeah. between Transformers and G.I. Joe. Spoiler alert That's awesome. the next film. Bring it. You know? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Transformers and G.I. Joe. I started Transformers. <laughs> I made it 10 minutes in. Uh, I'm going to finish it, but man, that first 10 minutes, Jeff, <laughs> I literally, that first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, they have nothing original. This is the same beginning of the other four transform. Like it legitimately was the same where I was like, 
Come on, man. The soundtrack, though. This is like the 90s. It's like, it's like the best hip-hop soundtrack ever. I get ever. it. And that's what kept me But in. you can't. Okay? You can't. Don't take this away you, from you me, You couldn't Joshua. come up with anything else <laughs> than, shocker, there was this thing that floated through the universe, that landed on Earth, then this person's looking for it. And I was like, whew, y'all are... Y'all are, y'all are, are uh, <laughs> there was no writers in this room, so. <laughs> they're digging in their own well. Like, they're digging in their own well of, well, what worked in Transformers 1? Doesn't mean I won't enjoy it, but I say that with, if you make, I, I'm all for crossovers. Make a bunch of crossovers. I don't care. I would love to see Transformers and G.I. Joe. See, I want to, I want to see, I want to see the crossover the, we all, at one point, any of us who grew up with someone who played with Barbies in the house, you know, at a certain point, the Barbies met your GI Joes. For sure. Uh oh. You know, um, yeah. there was a height difference there because GI Joes are about yay big. Not the OG ones. Big, Not the OG. Not the OG ones. The OGs were yeah. basically souped-up Ken dolls that could kick ass and had big ass jeeps and guns and all that. Kung Fu. I mean. I- Yup, with the kung fu oh. grip. Yup, yup. But like, yeah. so I'm going like, when are we going to see the Barbie GI Joe crossover? Now that the right, certain right <laughs> individuals are really going after Barbie because they say it's anti-man, which is so funny to me. If something is just pro women and doesn't make a male the focal point, it's somehow anti-man. Uh, it, it, whatever. So make all the money you want. I'd rather see Barbie make a ton of money. I'm not going to lie. I want to see Oppenheimer make your money. I'm going to give it a little bit of a pass of it was the time. But if you really dig into Oppenheimer, who he's a tough guy. To, there's a lot. Of, take away, oh, I'm take sure. away the bomb. Take away the bomb. Just go to the testing phase and what he did to local natives in that area well i wonder if they'll show that i don't think they do because he only bought ppe for white people he didn't give it to natives when they were mining uranium or something else Mm -hmm. or borium and then um Mm. there's like a town of women or people and like 12 of the 15 women that gave birth all died of leukemia like it's like all of these things that just line up now i don't know if he would have known that part of he killed john wayne good I guess. I don't know. Do we? I I guess, like, when John Wayne signed up to do Genghis Khan. Yep. Because, yeah, that's how they cast it back then. Whatever, Jerry Lewis. Uh, They shot Genghis Khan, like, out in some of the nuclear testing sites. We can shoot here, right? Yeah. We're good, right? We got this land cheap. (laughs) Yeah. You guys feel that tingle? Man, it's hot out here. (laughs) I keep feeling, I got this rash. It's just been building. I don't get it. Uh, it's just <laughs> a lot of dead dogs around on this set. This is crazy. <laughs> so if only, if only we could have hit him in a in a uh, in a refrigerator. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start off with Barbie movie reviews on RottenTomatoes.com. Would you guys like to hear the positive or the negative? And right now, I believe Barbie is ninety and ninety. Wow. I mean, I always say go good first. Uh, let's hear what they're raving. Yeah, yeah. Can about. I just say real yeah. quick? I feel like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has moved into this. It used to be what's the critic score. I kind of want to see the critic score, but I really don't care because now, like, if the audience scores, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a fifty to thirty-five percent, the audience score that'll tell me what category it's hitting. If it's a ninety, 
Mm. Like ninety percent of the audience score is pretty freaking good. That that that's pretty solid. We'll we'll do a couple of critics and then we'll move over to the audience and see what we Ooh, get. That's a dangerous game if you want to start doing audience reviews. <laughs> uh, here we go. Stephen A. Russell from Sunday Arts Magazine podcast. It's a real good time. It was a weird choice for Greta Gerwig, I think, and yet she's done the absolute best you could do with a film like this. Hey, if that if that guy can do a review, when's Fear and Loathing and Uncle Buck going to start releasing reviews? Ooh, there we go. There we go. Corey Coleman of Double Toasted. Ooh. Ooh. Does that mean he's like just really drunk when he writes? He's like, man, I'm so that's toasted so, right now. That's so funny. <laughs> he went drunk and I thought burnt. So... <laughs> <laughs> Corey Coleman of Double Toasted Barbie goes beyond the marketing for an intellectual property this isn't just a toy commercial it's smart and entertaining which is what it should be Sean Burns of w- WBUR's Arts and Culture a seriously funny crazily ambitious movie but Barbie bites off more than it can chew and only nibbles the hand that it feeds interesting take and then uh Oh, here we go. Mark McPherson of Film Inquiry. He's got a lot of questions about movies. Barbie is the ultimate summer movie for having as much wit and wisdom as it does charm, silliness, and an abundance of pink. Yeah, it sounds like they're like, huh, I don't know where to actually put this movie, but I guess it's okay. It sounds like, uh, what do you want out of this movie? It's fun. It's (laughs) PG-13. It's like reviewing Pacific Rim. Like what, what? What more? Like this? We? I, I don't know if we could tell yeah. you more of what this is than what we're exactly showing you. This is a movie about giant monsters and robots. Yep, I, this is a movie about a doll who's having an existential crisis. <laughs> that's what I was just about to go for, man. Uh, Gisane Sophia, pardon me if I mispronounce your name, Gisane, uh, of Marvelous Geeks Media. I kind of love that name. Uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie is a love letter to every little girl who grew up fighting for something that feels insurmountable to conquer. It is a bold, bright exploration of existential crisis that seems relentless and the hope for something more. All right. I wasn't expecting that, but all right. Uh, Demond Fudge. Ooh, that's that's a... Of KCCI in Des Moines, mm-hmm. Iowa. Demond Fudge, great name. Uh, beginning life as a conceptual head scratcher, Barbie ended up being one of the year's best surprise gems. I mean, I will say this. I, I was talking to a friend the other day, and his wife took like three of their kids to go see Barbie. And he was like, I just, I don't want to see it. I won't see it. I'm not going. And I just looked at him and I'm like, dude, you're taking a stand. It's Barbie. Just go to Barbie. Who cares? It's going to be fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> What yeah. you you know? Nobody's gonna pull your man card if you're walking into Barbie. I will gladly go to Barbie by myself. Let's just do it. Like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Josh in the back of the theater, just like I'm going to Barbie by myself. Don't, don't judge, judge me. Judge me. I trust me. I leave my pride in the car, my friend. I could give a shit. <laughs> All right, audience reviews. Christina C. Five stars. So good. Funny, smart, and great acting. It is going to breathe new life into the Barbie brand by opening it up to a wider audience. Does the Barbie brand need that? I, I, I don't know. Uh, 
the resurgence? I mean, oh, here we go. Jennifer H, five stars. You ready for this one? Barbie the movie is a masterpiece, a brilliantly written and exquisitely filmed and acted piece of art. It is a fun, thoughtful, it is fun, thoughtful, and existential. I expect it to capture many awards. A recommend watch. I feel like she's in college taking a film class, maybe a writing class. Minoring in feminism. Yes, yes. Okay. And she definitely doesn't know wow. doesn't know how the Oscars work. Jeff just letting his inner his inner his inner incel fly right there. Come at come at me. You can't you can't beat me. I'm black I'm a black man in America. Let's let's let, let me be the one to take the bullets. You have a career that might impact you. Uh uh Yeah. And I also somebody should let her know that how the awards situation works. Barbie ain't winning no awards. It'll get nominated. It will be nominated for set design, mm, costuming. costuming, makeup. I don't know though. I don't know though, Josh. Could you could you go out on a limb with your hot take and 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 say uh, Barbie's going to be up for Best Picture? Lock it in. I mean, it, it they go up to twelve. They do that just to give comedy, <laughs> like you know, yeah. <clears throat> I, especially if there's no more movies right. coming out this year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pickens are going to yeah. be slim. Oppenheimer's <laughs> going to get nominated twice, the first hour and a half and the second hour and a half. So, Don't forget we still got Dune, the, se- the second half of they Dune. They said it might push it now. They might out. push it. Really? Well, Aquaman 2 is getting wow. pushed because they have to do so many freaking reshoots because the screenings are terrible. Yeah, they're doing more reshoots. And so it's shut it down because the screenings are terrible. Just stop. Stop, DC. Just stop. You're done. You're done. I can't I can't do this anymore, man. It's like James <laughs> Gunn is to the left, just waiting to be let in the room. And you have Melvin from the office from office space being like, no, I need to reshoot. Uh, this has to be perfect. Like there's like one guy just holding on to the rest <laughs> of it. And they're like, dude, move it on, man. We already we're divorced. I know we're still sharing the same yeah. house, but you got to move out. Here's a negative review from a top critic, Newsday, Rafer Guzman. Ooh, Rafer. Uh, Barbie herself never quite emerges emerges as a flesh and blood character. This may be the movie's fatal flaw. Fatal flaw. She never quite emerges as a flesh and blood character. She's not a flesh and blood character. She's a toy. Also, fatal flaw anyway. as you look at the money that it's making and see that <laughs> i like this one uh anwin crawford of the sydney morning herald says definitely a green splat ultimately barbie the film suffers from the same problem as barbie the character it ends up flat-footed the film is buoyed by jokes yet heavy with speeches clearly they didn't like the existential crisis can i read can i read one review that i just pulled up the first one the first one star Audience review on IMDb. The first one star review. Here we go. Could have been genuine. Could have genuinely been a fun and cheerful movie, except the feminist speeches and cliche attempts at forcing political ideologies in a movie with a young target audience. Also, every man in it is portrayed either as a bigot or a loser. Truly disgusting. I don't see how teaching young girls that the world is pitched against them encouraging them to lure men and put them against each other in order to take away their powers and generally showing men as dumb and gullible is going to help us in society. Except it polarizes every future even further as we decay and watch our societies crumble. 
truly disappointing. For Barbie, we had high hopes for Barbie. <laughs> is it ironic or is it hypocritical when he says, I don't see how teaching young girls that the world is pitched against them? Uh, bro, I, I don't know if you've paid attention to anything going on in the world, uh, but they couldn't vote until, or get their own bank account. Like we had to make an amendment for that. So, yep. I like uh, I like this review, this negative review from ooh the I like this person who doesn't leave their name just blank. Here we go. My adult daughter and I were both disappointed when in the movie the hype just didn't live up to the plot. Instead of a fun feel good comedy, this was an existential crisis laden drama. First off, you and your daughter, bro. You don't need to say adult daughter when you say adult daughter. I think you're making it up. I just want you to know that. You just say you and your kid. I don't ever specify what age group my kid is in. My young adolescent child and I went to Transformers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I, my favorite part of that sentence, though, was my adult daughter and I were both disappointed when in the movie. So while we were physically watching the movie, when we were in it, man, we were disappointed. After we left, no, no, not so bad. After we left. But while we were there, <laughs> shit. While we were there, damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, but honestly, I think the safest way they could have done it is to try and make it a a piece, of, you know, like that that will say something. Because if you literally created like a remake of an episode of Barbie's Dream House, you know, on TV, you like I, that would just Barbie as a product is also a representation of society evolving. If you watch it from the beginning until now, there was not a lot of representation in the beginning. There was a lot of stereotypes in the beginning, and it slowly moved a little bit more. And God damn it, eventually they made a toy that some kid could relate to, and that is terrible because it made me feel bad. <laughs> so so here, here's my question as we kind of finish up the Barbie conversation, thinking back to our childhoods. And, and yeah, a lot, of, a lot of our childhood toys have actually been turned into films now. But is there any particular toy that you remember from your childhood that you would love to see turned into a movie? Mask. Ooh. Ooh. Armored Strike Command. Okay. That's yeah. a good choice. That's a good choice. What's your Josh? Man, mask is a really good one because that also is one of the ones that jump up for me. It could it could actually revitalize the Fast and the Furious. That could be the mask. When I think of, when I think it. about it, I, I I think of for all the things I watched, a real actual He Man would be cool. GI Joe was big. Maybe a good GI Joe. Um, man, if you could kill Duke, that's the day I became a man was when Hulk Hogan fought Ultimate Warrior and Duke died. Those forget forget all the other trauma. Those two moments really changed my life. Uh, the Hulkster went down and Duke got killed. Duke got killed. Mine was losing Optimus Prime. When when, you, when Optimus Prime died in the Transformers movie, I remember like an entire generation where kids like cartoons can die. A Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, those are also some big ones. Uh, James Bond Jr., which I'm surprised they haven't. Mm, I forgot yeah. about you. But also, Bond, I will say this. I don't know how you'd make the movie, but Micro Machines were pretty badass when I was a kid. I had a lot of Micro Machines. I didn't do anything with them. You just lined them up. You literally didn't do shit with Micro Machines. Uh, let me think. My 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 uh, toy from my childhood that I'd love to see made into a movie. Uh, I'm going to go with Voltron. Yeah. There you go. Thundercats. 
I'm surprised they yeah. haven't done a Thundercats. Thundercats would be cool. You know, with Mumra and like the whole bit. That was yeah. that would be solid. Voltron would be. You know, I mean, basically. Okay, I'm gonna say something. I don't know. Certain groups will hate this. It's basically Power Rangers, like Voltron, like all colors came together. Yeah, I mean, Power Rangers is basically yeah. a ripoff, yeah. of, like a cheap ripoff of Voltron to a yeah. certain degree. But I don't, I don't but quite. See, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying. But see, now you could do like which Voltron? Do you want to do the spaceships that form Voltron Ooh. or the five lines? I could see, I could five see lines all day. The but... uh, spaceship Voltron. Yeah, if you want to keep it classic and old school, yeah, definitely, you know, Five Lions. But was that I the one with Panthor? No, that was no, Thundercats. No, Panthor's Thundercats. That was Thundercats. And Panthor yeah. was so no, but I... clearly a black man. And, like, they couldn't just come out. And, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he was Shaft. But you know, you know what, though? You know what, though? I think that, and we're veering off topic, but I also think, like, Vin Diesel could, could be a good Lex Luthor. Like oh. if we were basing it off of the animated series, because we didn't know, I was like, "Yo, Lex, Lex is black." I mean, you know what? I was kind of yeah. I, I remember the animated series. I thought that was dope. Um, all right. Uh, I think let me dig up the last thing, and then we'll close it up. We'll, we'll see if there's any any good news of the weird out there. This is creepy. Wow. I'll have to put the picture up for this one. An eleven year old boy. Who? Okay. Talk about the coming apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> Jana Clinton was sitting on her back porch watching her son Charlie, 11, fish in a pond behind their house in Oklahoma this past weekend when he suddenly started yelling for her. He was screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She says, I thought he was just being dramatic, to be honest, until she got a closer look at Charlie's alarmingly weird catch. Obviously, being in a neighborhood pond, we're used to just catching a few bass or catfish. I mean, nothing... With human-like teeth. Oh, there's a fish out there that exists, though. Turned out Charlie had landed a paku, a fish that's a cousin of the piranha, whose outsized teeth have long struck fear in swimmers. The paku is a native of South America, but this one was swimming in a small pond in the Clinton suburb of North Oklahoma City. He said it put up quite a fight, and he was the only one down there fishing, and he did a great job. Yeah, this fish has human-like teeth. Oh, oh, what the hell? Hey, <laughs> Mr. Limpet? <laughs> Nature will always find a way. <laughs> that would fuck me up, man. If I caught a fish that looked like, like that. I don't know. I mean, Whew. that's why we got to build a wall so you don't have weird fish getting in ponds in Oklahoma. It's happening. South America. South America is coming up. They're infecting our Oklahoma ponds. We got to build a dam. We got to put some giant iron mini blinds on some border that you can easily scale. Get it done. The Clintons posted a photo of the unusual fish in the, to their neighborhood Facebook page and got in touch with a game warden. I would yeah. too, actually. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yo. What's <laughs> But before learning its provenance, they returned the Paku back to the yes, water. Yes, they did. Aww. Of course. <laughs> they didn't even keep it. It's a, it's a catch and release pond, so we unfortunately did release it back because we didn't know any better at the time. I mean, I would be curious, does <laughs> the it? pond lead yeah. to another? If it's a pond, a true pond, it doesn't have another body of water it's attached to. So realistically, no. it's fine, I guess. I wouldn't go swimming in it now. Game wardens believe the Paku was a pet that outgrew its tank and was released into the wild. 
So somebody in that neighborhood is to blame yeah. for these scary teeth for toothfish. Wow, that's so start deep. Taking, that's start crazy. taking tolls. Who's got fish tanks? When asked what kind of bait Charlie used to entice the Paku, his mother said, you're going to laugh. It was just a piece of bread. I mean, it's better than Ow. like raw steak or something. Like. <laughs> he used human yeah. flesh. Fish um, sticks. And back to that one. <laughs> Fish sticks. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out this edition of Fear, Loathing, and Uncle Buck. We will be back very, very soon. Uh, with probably either another viewing uh, extravaganza as the three of us sit down to watch some really terrible movies. So, hey, in the comments section below, definitely leave some recommendations. Oh, we love it. We love some recommendations for some I, bad I, movies. I challenge, challenge to anybody to leave a comment. You know, if you can get us to shut a movie off, it'll never happen. Ooh. But that's the challenge I have Ooh, for you. Can yeah. you get us to not finish it i don't think that's possible to be honest with you it's gonna be a hard one that's gonna be a hard one we've sat through some bad <laughs> yeah. ones so <laughs> yeah we did all right everybody thank Bar you for joining us thank you josh thank you jeff always a pleasure everybody